Hey, you mind passing me my tea? Oh, this little 40 of tea? Yeah, well, 33.8 ounces, really. Yeah, big enough. Yeah, that's what she said. That is what she said. <laughs> well, this is going to be episode 43. Woo! Let's get it. I gotta pee. <laughs> I'm gonna go pee. Gentlemen, welcome. Welcome. Hey guys, sorry about that. We're 43 now and you gotta piss all the fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> we always gotta piss all the time. Yeah, this is episode 43 of Cigars and Bars. I mean, all 13 of our listeners know who the fuck we are. I would hope so at this point. Yeah, I'm your boy Stiz, a.k.a. Babyface Stew, a.k.a. Papa Stew, a.k.a. Pasta Stew. And the wife calls me Poppy Stew and that sultry voice as you always hear. Uh... I'm usually a man, Manny the Menace. However, after some recent, uh, what I would say, self uh, looks into myself, I am Brett Favre, but now promoted myself to Kurt Warner. Oh, no. Oh, no. Are we not getting any sound from the soundboard? Yeah! There we go. Yeah, you got to turn it on, you old man. Apparently. Shit. You're 43. You know how the remote works. I know, right? Uh, yeah. we're, we're, we're back, so we're back. Yeah, we didn't hear anything. I, I'm yeah. If anything, I played myself. It's fine. <laughs> you didn't play yourself, Manny. How the fuck was your week, my dude? Uh, my week was like a weird mixture of up and downs. Yeah. So like it's even, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Love to see that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, not the downs, but obviously the ups. Well, okay, yeah. So, like, this week, I, I got my motorcycle license, so your boy's not riding dirty anymore. Good shit. You know, I'm legal. I got my papers. Yeah, he's not riding uh, dirty anymore. Jesus, that's loud. Yeah, I know. It's just this. Sorry. No, you're good. I just couldn't hear myself think. Ah. There's no thoughts in it anyway. Um. Yeah. No fear of pulling... I, I have no fears of that. In fact, if anything, um, I broke I broke a very long dry spell. Also, you're welcome. I appreciate it, dude. But like, <laughs> I literally, legitimately came in thinking I was still Tom Brady on the top, just a little rusty. You know, it's fine. And then I, a few inches later, I ended up returning as Brett Favre. Facts. And like, oh my god! I, so you genuinely had the real life, Daddy. Yeah, um... Well, I mean, but not in that kind of context. More in the <laughs> context. Yeah, your boy finally got some. Um, and Facts. let me just... <laughs> let me just put this out here. Um, 
I am fully aware that my dick game that night was trash. Yeah. <laughs> I, He's I, his cock out. That's where he was. Yeah, no, it was, uh, you know, very lovely lady. I do hope to see her again. Uh, but yeah, She's dope. Yeah, she's pretty dope. Uh, but my problem Shout was... her. Yeah, you know who you are. Facts. I'm not here to, you know, spread your name out like that. Yeah. Uh, she knows I love her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Phrasing. Shout out. <laughs> so, yeah, I, uh, I'll be honest. I'll fall on my short sword. Uh, it was... Uh, <laughs> It was pretty bad. I mean, like, I, I, she had fun is what she tells me and reassures me, but, like... She told uh, me she had fun with you, so... Oh, okay, you got a report. Okay, thanks. I got a, I got an <laughs> a, after-action report, or for those of you who have been previously listed in AAR, so, like, yeah, fuck! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got... <laughs> yeah, man, no, uh, I'll be honest. I was not good. It was, it was, it was like, rookie season, like, you know, when Brett Favre should have stayed retired kind of shit. Yeah. You know, like... Uh, and then, like, I'd gain so much weight, and it is true, ladies. If a man gets fat, he loses a little dick. Um, <laughs> and let me tell you, I don't have that much to lose anyway, so... <laughs> so basically, Manny's week was... No, 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 That was on my mind, but, like, it was more along the lines of, like, if we had NFL 30 for 30, you know, like, bump, bump. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> you know, films music. Yeah, just like you know, like replaying the game footage is like it was a bad day for Manny. I don't oh, really have. Hold on, hold on. I, I'll get you NFL films. You, you want me to do it to NFL films music? You know what? Let's do this. All why, right. Why all the right. fuck not? NFL films music for Manny describing his week. Let's go. All right. Well, folks, as you previously knew, I had uh, attempted for my motorcycle license, I think, a week ago. Uh, two weeks ago, actually. And I had failed completely. However, they gave Why me... Why did you fail, Manny? Well, because I was up all night the night before and the night of uh, my exam, or the day, mor- the night of the morning prior yes. uh, of my practical test, I went out drinking with my friends till about 2 in the morning, and the class was at 7 o'clock. Good times. Yes. I bumbled the first two tests, but passed the rest swimmingly, but unfortunately, I had already fucked myself out of the license. (laughs) Now, Wednesday night of this week was my retake test. Yes. But Tuesday night, I was cocky. Met up with said lady after work. Rented a hotel room. Gave trash dick. Allegedly. Allegedly, but I, I, I will admit to it. It was it was pretty trash. Not my best work, folks. Uh, uh, hold on. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Or did he? Uh, well, apparently not, because I got the go-ahead to go again. However, I still had a motorcycle exam to, te- to, to test for on, the sev- uh, on that Wednesday at 7 o'clock at night. Which I passed. Hey, my man, Manny. I, 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 you know, I was a little tired. My hips were shot. My arms hurt. I was out of breath. My knees were shot. You know, I was like Dallas, like North Dallas 40 or whatever it is, where like the guy's all busted up and he's only like 28. Yeah. But I got my motorcycle license and I am proud. And for round two of uh, uh, with said woman, I think I did a better job. <laughs> so I upgraded myself from Brett Favre to Kurt Warner. I'm still no Tom Brady, and you know what? That's okay. I will get there again. But men, I have words for you. If it's been a dry spell, don't get weak. Do cardio. Do something. Lift some weights. Be in shape. 
because you never might know when you might be able to give the surprise salami to somebody. <laughs> and if and if first impression, <clears throat> let me do this announcer voice. And if first impressions were a thing, I would have been trash. <laughs> oh, I did not have enough dick for this. <laughs> That was Manny's week. <laughs> At the end of the day, you got. I, you love to see it. I I did, and I'm appreciative. But it's just like you know, it it humbled me. That's good. It, it humbled me. That's good. I I like I literally told her as I think we were laying in bed. I was like, man, I feel like Tom Brady, and like. I think she was like at the first point, like, hey, he wasn't that good. Don't don't rate yourself that well. It's like, no, 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 no. Uh, like I Tom Brady rookie season. No, Tom Brady. He should have left already. <laughs> like Tom Brady post Giselle. Yeah. <laughs> she took him. At, she took. She she left him, but took his talent, man. <laughs> oh goddamn! You hate she to see it. Took his talent in the divorce. Oh man. No, uh, I had you a wonderful force for having a job. Yo. You know what? Uh, <laughs> I like to, you know, I am very appreciative. And, you know, I, I, if, if, if she lets me see her again, which I believe so, I'm going to work twice as hard. Not not because, you know, like, a, like a uh, what's the word for it? Like an ego thing. But like the person I uh, talked to and kind of got to connect with just a little bit yeah. deserves the best I can give. And until then, I will be working hard. You know, like I'll make a matter to you, Mulan, but like sex edition. <laughs> I'll be doing pull-ups and push-ups and losing weight and. My man. You know, guys, like be. Uh, let's be honest here. If you're gonna do bad things, even if it's one night stand, give it all you got. Facts. Don't don't half dick it. I mean, sometimes you just gotta be straightforward. Guys, you know what it felt like, honestly? You know, ever seen that, that that those movies where the guy's like turning up that old piece of equipment because it's like the older version of this new one that went haywire and like nobody knows how to use it and it's kind of wonky and it doesn't really do the job, but it does the job. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, my dick. <laughs> Just like in real life, I'm not tall. He's not that tall, but you know, he's tall enough to get the job done. But you put too much weight on him. He does. He, he was just like. Uh, how do you put this? Like a submarine? Like, Captain, Captain, we can't do it. We're taking on too much water. I can't do it. The pressure's off. We're gonna sink. <laughs> Shout out to Manny's dick. Yo. Rest in peace. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> that was gold, my dude. <laughs> no, my dick was like solid trash. Yeah, I mean, like, if she saw you again, and I'm pretty sure it happened more than once. It did, but, like, with respect to her, um... Damn! I just feel like I didn't do what I should have done. So it wasn't a flawless victory? Flawless victory, I don't think anybody would have had fun. Um, because at a certain point you get into your own head and this is just you masturbating with somebody else. Uh, I was just trying to connect with somebody and have fun. But like at the same time, you don't want to half-ass it. Like if you're going to play like fucking Halo with your friends, you know, like, like a, like a split screen game or something like that, where you're playing with each other, you know, you want them to also have fun too. You know, you don't just want to be like, ha ha, I did my thing. Go get yours. Um, in the words of Richard Pryor, 
I got mine, bitch. Go get yours. Manny got his, so shout out to him and shout out to all of our listeners. You fucking mark! You know. Yeah, congratulations. Now you know that Manny's dick is the worst thing in Tucson. The best. <laughs> I'm the best kept secret <laughs> with the worst dick in Tucson. That's the only reason why I, I, I am who I am. Um, it, keep, it keeps. No, no, no. It keeps me humble. But also, I'd be like a super menace if my shit was like Johnny Sins or some shit like that. Yeah. I'd just be like, Mr. Steel, your wife, girlfriend, fiance, I don't know, mom, baby mama. Fuck that. You need to have better energy. You're over here. I'm the tower of power, too sweet to be sour. I'm funky like a monkey. Sky's the limit and space is the place. Facts. I'm more like, ooh, yeah. I'm unjustifiably in a position I shouldn't be in, but ah, the cream always rises to the top. Shout out to the Heel Face podcast. The cream of the crop. <laughs> Well, I'm glad I'm glad you were able to get yours, and uh, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad too. I'm very glad. Um, here's some tips, though, gentlemen. Like I said, keep in shape. Don't gain weight. You know, make sure you're keeping your muscles good. You don't want to cramp up during sex. Uh, one, don't start a new diet if you're going to be hooking up with somebody, because there's nothing like fearing you're going to shit yourself in the middle of sex, <laughs> which was part of my issue. I didn't tell her because like I had started this diet and my stomach was already like changing, but like. Could you imagine you you come out of both ends like huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh this oh oh, oh god. <laughs> Two, if you're gonna rent a hotel room, pay attention to the times of the season. Facts. Because the gym shows in town and all the hotel rooms went up in price. Facts. So I was like, eh, it was a little bit, but you know what? I'm a gentleman. You know, it's your job to pay for the room. <laughs> Uh, the third and one of the most important things I think I will mention, uh, of course, it, like my brain, uh, you know, train of thought uh, left the station. I'll come back to it. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess uh, I guess the best is the mic. OK. Yeah, mic's OK. I was just readjusting the actual. Oh, OK. I thought we I thought it broke again and we were doing another podcast where like, you know, we, you didn't pick me up. Uh, oh, no, I made it a point that, you know, I'm making sure all of us, all this shit's recording. Yeah, guys, I'll jump back to the other uh, other third thing. You can just keep waiting. Um, <laughs> but, like, uh, we did an episode that never got released because... Uh, Stu was shitting the bed. He, yeah, he shit the bed in this situation. Yeah. I don't blame him. It was an accident. Well, I was tired of shit, too. <laughs> yeah. And, like, we, we did that whole hour, and it was a fire-ass episode. Then I look down, and I see only one line's recording, and I'm like, fuck! The only audio you got of me was basically me threatening me you to shoot. <laughs> I was threatening to shoot Stu. Like there, we had already shot the end of the promo. I was like, and where can they follow you, man? He probably to jail because I'm gonna kill you if I didn't. If you did this fire hour, I said it, and I quote: "You're in gunshot and or gun and cum shot range." <laughs> yeah, either way, you're getting blasted in the face. Um, yeah. Oh, guys, that's actually a good comeback. Is like you know that's pretty confident for somebody in cum shot range. Like what? <laughs> I will nut in my your eyes. You can see me coming. <laughs> Shout out to Fife Dog, bro. That's an old Fife Dog bar. He's like, I'm short, dark, and handsome. All that, and then some. I'm bust a nut inside your eye to show you where I come from. Yes, yes. Shout out Fife. Actually, you know what? I'll just keep him waiting. I'll tell him the third thing on the next episode if I bother to remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, my week was pretty fire, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, did the HIW show last weekend? And then heel face, we had uh, Roman Alexander and Will Kennedy on. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, the foundation, yeah. right? Yeah, we had the foundation there. And, Acting uh, like I'm a mark when I clearly only just use surface information. 
Yeah, but, I mean, they're yeah. You got to go see them, man. They're they're the best thing in in wrestling in Tucson. You'd love to see it. Actually, in Arizona. Now that I'm thinking about it, just showing off some memes. <laughs> got a job, bro. Yes, yes. Took uh, Stu out for a celebratory uh, steak dinner. Hell yeah. Um, Do you realize we've been having a mandate every weekend? Um, you're like, let's be honest, my dick game is trash. So like, if I'm gonna <laughs> date somebody, it might as well be platonic, somebody that actually likes me. I mean, I'm sure she likes you. I don't know why she wouldn't be coming back. I mean, I don't speak for ladies out there, but I mean, I know enough ladies to know that like, if the dick is trash and she has better options, allegedly. Uh, mainly, it's all me. Like, I was in my head. Like, it had been a while. Like, legitimately. It's like it's like starting up an old car, like in those YouTube videos. Like, this Ferrari, <clears throat> this 1977 Ford, uh, no, sorry, 1967 Ford Mustang Mach 1 has been sitting in this field for 47 years. Let's see if it starts up. And it starts up, but it sounds shitty. Yeah. That was me. It was, like, there, but it was also, like, hey, boss, I don't know how to hip thrust anymore because we're hurt. We're old. <laughs> We got winded going up Stu's stairs, you fat fuck. <laughs> There's a difference when you're banging every weekend and you're already right. getting your workout, but when you like set soft for a couple years, not years, it hasn't been that long, but you know, like it's the equivalent, it feels, like, it, that, it yeah. feels like years, you know, you just like, you're dead, you know? Yeah. It's like that guy who's like, like Uncle Rico, he could probably throw this pass over the fucking uh, mountains, <laughs> uh, and then you just fall short. Yeah. That would be my rap name, Fall Short. Well, see, like you said, you started off as like Tom Brady post Giselle, then you got to being uh, Kurt Warner. Well, I was I, I I rated myself as Brett Favre when he when he came back for like what the third time. Oh, uh, with the Jets. Yeah, or was the Vikings or the Jets first? I think it was the Jets first, then the Vikings. Like, it was like an yeah. okay performance, but they're like, you you should stop, get yeah. get some rest. Like, get some get some rest, man. Stop it. You get some help. You need to retire. Yeah, I need to retire. But now, like, you the more you keep getting in the in like the whole stream of doing things, and then your whole attitude's gonna be like. Once yeah. I shove my tongue in your ass, you black out. Yeah, I mean, I, I eat ass like it's a fucking food group, but you know, um, I just gotta like you know get get my head in the game, you know, get back out there. I'm gonna be treating my dick like it's Larry Bird. You don't want to play against him, because uh, <laughs> Larry Bird's gonna be running his mouth on you the whole time. Yeah, I was just imagining Larry Bird like watching my sex tape or something like that and being like, "God, I've seen more ball handling skills with Rodman. Jesus Christ!" Just <laughs> <laughs> words that you say, Mr. TV announcer, have no rhythm and have no rhyme. I had no rhythm. <laughs> I was like a broken metronome, no rhythm. Oh man, uh, I think you'll be fine though. No, but the cuddle game was fire, and I, I, I honestly think that's the only thing that saved it. Is I'm a pretty good cuddler, not like Zeus. Well, I mean Zeus, Zeus has like bitches all over Zeus. You'll be thinking that he's slinging dick, but that's the thing is they they can't cuddle him now because they'd most likely get murdered. Oh yeah, no no no. I mean I think I maybe saw a picture of his girlfriend, and she looks like the type of chick that would murder you if you like popped up in his DMs. I mean she's fire. Like like I'm not trying to insult her at all. Yeah. And if she takes it that way, don't murder me. Um, she doesn't listen to this, but shout out to her. Yeah, shout out to whatever your name is. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't really say her name on air. Yeah, we're not going to do that. Yeah. We were supposed to have a couple guests on today, but... Yeah. I mean, her name is... So, you know. How does that pronounced? Oh, it's pronounced... Uh... Wait, wait, actually. Yeah. Is that Swahili? 
No, no, it's American for sure. Oh, okay. It's got that bit of a twang on it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, all right, <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Shout out to Listen, I could do a whole uh, show about how trash my dick was, but you know what was worse than me? What's that? The 49ers. Oh, my God, the 49ers. Well, I mean, I don't know what happened to Brock Purdy, but Jalen Hurts and the Eagles had it today, bro. Hurts put a hurting on him. Facts. Facts. Like the Eagles, well, we're going to get Eagles-Chiefs. Eagles Chiefs, yes, because the Chiefs beat the Bengals or the Bungles, I should say. Oh my God, they they bungled like fucking hard tonight. As I blow into the microphone with my vape, they Dude, fuck that quote from Travis Kelsey at the end of the game. Oh yes, yes. About to, uh, one of the one of the announcers from CBS is about to interview Patrick Mahomes, and as she's asking him the question, Kelsey comes up out of nowhere and he's like. Burrowhead, my ass. This is Mahomes' house, baby. And then he just walked away. Yeah, like, he literally just dropped a promo and then just walked away. <laughs> and Mahomes, you know, the man is playing on an injured ankle, and so standing right now is the worst thing and least thing he wants to do. Is being told to stand in one spot still because if he telegraphs that he's hurt, it's just going to lose confidence. You know, if you look hurt, you are hurt. Um, and so he's got to stand still. He's he got the he's got the win on him, so it helps relieve it. But, he, but he's probably like fifty percent. Mahomes is still fucking dope man yeah i wish i could be like mahomes but unfortunately 50 percent of me is not enough to cut it <laughs> allegedly i will do a whole show about how trash i was that night <laughs> a whole courtroom breakdown do a whole courtroom breakdown I think people's uh, court theme like you know dun 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 <laughs> um i think there's that does that judge bro around or, or, or i don't remember no that, that's uh, people's court okay yeah. yeah i could do a whole reenactment unsolved lifetime mysteries get my exes on here so they could all say my dick was trash oh my god <laughs> i think that was probably the only thing that was really kind of shitty about my week is uh one of my old exes uh she is on my she who shall not be named list who uh, she randomly decided to hit me up. No. Facts. Facts. I can't do that. Like, Katya, like, she's already weird about asking me favors, and she's gonna try and, like, say tarp without saying tarp, and, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as I got that message, my brain was like... Swing and a miss. Didn't want to deal with it. Fair enough, fair enough, man. Did not want to deal with that. Um, but, like, I didn't want to be just, like, that asshole that's like, go away! I was just, like, short with answers and, like, I didn't want to be rude, but I was just like, yeah, have a, see yourself out. Yeah, you know what, um, just, uh, do me a favor, turn around and walk right back out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd love to see the back of your head as it's leaving the room, that'd be tits. Mm, girl, turn around, I guess show yourself out, now show yourself out the door. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You could just go fuck off that way. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we don't like it. Well, speaking of marks, uh, I watched the Rumble yesterday. Okay, and you are the casual wrestling fan in my life. Right, right, right. So, like, you can so, ask those questions. Overall, what did you think? Honestly, here's my thing. I, I gave it like I uh, we don't do the thirty scale for anything other than women. Facts. So wrestling events, sports, things like that. We're gonna rank them on ten. Facts. I gave it a nine mainly because I looked at it this way. There was just enough backstory to help the casual watcher have a somewhat understanding of what's going on. Yeah. And there was enough commentary that helped with the backstory so that like, oh, why is this guy so mad at this guy? Oh, it's because they have a feud going on. Yeah. So if anybody was just to watch this like in a bar or something, they'd be like, holy shit. Okay. All right. I can dig with this. 
the show went on a little long in the tooth, in my opinion. I agree. But you also kind of felt, didn't feel like it. Yeah. But, like, you could feel it in some spots. Well, like, for me, I remember I ranked it 9.5 out of 10. And the reason being was, like, both Rumbles I thought were fire. Yeah. The show was pretty streamlined, and it was going really well until the end of the Women's Rumble. And then randomly they decided to have Hardy perform. And literally, right as they were showing that they were setting up the ring and shit, like, Zeus had looked at me. Because, like, Zeus came over with his boys. Shout out to the kids, man. Like, seeing them mark out. The like seeing them mark out over what they were seeing, I finally understood what Zeus was always telling me about. It's like how he watches wrestling vicariously with his kids because his kids still have that fucking innocence on it. About well, they the- still have their innocence, but they also still believe the kayfabe. You know, kayfabe is believable. Look what the cat drug in, folks. <laughs> Shout out to the wifey. She's literally dragging stuff in. It's like a body. I don't know. You're going to get your deposit back on your carpet. You think it's going to stain. <laughs> but yeah. I like, know a guy, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. But when, when Hardy started performing, like, it just sounded like shit. And I was just sitting there going, what? Like, I tweeted at WWE. I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Okay, so first off, that song he was playing was like a clean version. So it came off weird in some spots. Yeah. Secondly, if I, I did... I did Hardy a service. I listened to the song on my way home just to hear what it sounded like. Yeah. And I did it today, too. And I'm, I'm still doing it. And it's not... It's not a bad song. It's not it's a bad like song. one I go out of my way to search up and listen to on a regular like, basis. Honestly, that song I would expect to be in a better acoustic stadium. It'd be something I don't think he would normally play live just because of the way the song is done. Well, and it was a mixture of like metal country. Yeah, well, here's what made me laugh is when WWE introduced him, they introduced him as a country star, then he played a song that was not country. No, 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 no. What he is is like Florida Georgia Line that listens to a little bit too much data to remember. Um, <laughs> and his songs represent that, and the way his singing style is represents that too. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't like it was bad. Like a bad spot in the show. Like if they were going to do that, they should have probably done that to open the show. Kind of like what Triple H would do, like uh, when he would have like Poppy as one of her songs for the NXT shows. They would usually open the show with Poppy pl- and her band playing live, and they would show the opening video package over the live music. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's pretty fire, but then they're out of there. Match, 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 right? And so I'm like, if they would have opened Rumble with that, like, it was still kind of a shit performance, but it would have been fire to open the Rumble with that, show the opening video package, get right into the men's Rumble. Like, honestly, and I'm not trying to degrade you, Mr. Hardy, uh, no relations to the wrestler Hardys. I uh, am. Okay, well, you know what? I'll just be a menace here. You look like you got a golf girlfriend and your dad's disappointed in you. I, I said he looks like Kid Rock's little brother. He sounded like Kid Rock's little brother. Like, if Kid <laughs> Rock had a little brother, he'd be like, you know, like uh, Little Stone or some shit like that. Or like, <laughs> that little pebble. You know, um, so uh, uh, it was just like, I think he has a possibility. He may become something that's more than just one album and a one-hit wonder brought to you by WWE. Right. Um, well, I mean, every artist has that has that opportunity. But listen, like when the song you played is called "Sold Out" because you haven't sold out and you're playing in WWE. Who sold out that arena? Yeah, it's kind of like 
you did it just for the namesake. Fuck everything else. Yeah. If any, like, and I, I wish you the best in your career. And if you have words or you want to fight me, I'll fight you. I don't care how tall you are. I'll fuck girls taller than me. I'll fuck up dudes taller than me. Uh, <laughs> Fucking facts. And I, I fight dirty. I'm a 31 year old man, man. I will hurt you. This will not be a fight of like gentlemen. This will be. I will be stomping you. These forces will get bloodier. I will like you know like beat the fuck out of you. Uh, I'm not threatening you. Just to just to make sure we put a disclaimer out here because you know we don't want to get canceled by the local fcc shout out to them <laughs> fucking clowns he's not threatening anybody he's just saying if it ever got to that this is what he would do right i'm just saying because out of my own desperation i can't just fight you i have to end it Facts. just like that old slogan i'm too old to fight i'll just shoot you it's going to be more along the lines of, I'm going to use every dirty trick I know in the book. Because I wasn't taught to fight as a kid. It's that Indiana Jones, the dude swinging his sword, then he just pulls his gun out, pops him real quick. So, fun fact about that, the reason that shoot scene was there is because actually, Harrison Ford is supposed to do a whole big sword fight. But two things. One, the entire cast of Indiana Jones had gotten food poisoning except for like Steven Spielberg. Really? Who, yes, because they're filming out there and... Uh, you know, there is a thing about your body not used to the, you know, local parasites and things of other places. That's why it's like, don't drink the water in Mexico. Shit like that. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Because it's not racist. It's just because, hey, you're not used to what's in the water here. Right. Um, and so they all got sick, except for Steven Spielberg, who only ate, like, SpaghettiOs that he had brought with him. Like, cases of SpaghettiOs yeah. and, like, bottled, bottled water back in the day. So... Indy was up on the verge of shitting himself. <laughs> so he, he, he explained that, and it worked out better. Uh, also, funny fact, the guy who played Indy's best friend, the one that wears the fez, mm -hmm. in one of the scenes, bent over and promptly shat himself. Because he, too, was not used to what they were in there. Because, as you guys know, actors sometimes aren't the ethnicities that they play. Just like in Short Circuit, that one dude is actually Israeli uh, or, or Jewish descent, played that Indian dude in like almost Indian blackface. Um, like a brown face, I guess. Oh, well, that was the thing. I think, I, I, uh, to clear up too from the last uh, podcast, I don't think Jenna Ortega is that attractive. I mean, I, I was kind of talking with Zeus about this, and I told him the whole Rachel McAdams thing. And then I showed him the picture side by side, and he was like, yeah, he's not wrong. Yeah, I, I thoroughly believe that Jenna Ortega is just a less pretty Rachel McAdams in brown face. Facts. And I don't care who knows it. <laughs> well, now all 13 of our listeners know it. You can go ahead with that, Pete Davidson. I don't want it. Yeah, facts. Shout out to our listeners. A anyway, going back to the to the thing, like, yes, I would not wish harm on Mr. Hardy, but if he wishes to come out at me for the things I said regarding his album and his, his music style, I will properly answer you in kind. Facts. And yeah, it will not so, be kind. So after, like, the way that the show started was the men's rumble, which I thought was a fucking brilliant rumble. Right after that was the pitch black match. Right after that was the women's title match for Raw. You mean the Dark Mountain Dew match? Dark Mountain Dew, yes. You I know, like how Cody put it over in the post. I gotta try it at least. Post press conference. It's like, delicious. We've been, we been promoting this all night. I gotta at least try it. Then he opened up the bottle in front of him and took a sip, and he's like, "I'm gonna be honest with you guys, it's amazing." Outstanding. <laughs> that was literally his words. Like, I'll reenact it for you. Well, I mean, we've been promoting this stuff all night. I gotta take a sip, right? Yeah. 
Wow. Well, guys, I, I really got to be honest with you. That was outstanding. <laughs> On point, yo. <laughs> you can clearly tell he's drinking horse piss, essentially. <laughs> Fucking fact. <laughs> but he's selling it. The man's a salesman. That's all I'm saying. I mean, he's good at his like, job. I think my only critique of the men's rumble is that Cody came out at number 30. Like, we all knew he was going to win the rumble. Like, we were talking about this when we went out to home plate. Every fucking wrestling show talks about this. Even Zeus's boys asked him who's winning the Royal Rumble, and both of them said Cody Rhodes. Yeah, it's like wrestling. It was at that time wrestling is like worst unkept secret, Facts. followed behind you know CM Punk coming to aid AEW. Facts. You know what would have been a better reveal? What's that? CM Punk showed up at WWE. Facts. Honestly, like, now that McMahon's not part of creative, he could. He absolutely could, but but like, do you he, think he was also beefing with Triple H? So I mean, I don't know. Like I'm sure Triple H would be willing to reach out to him because he knows that would be money, but it would be Phil that would be probably like he'd have to either accept the accept any sort of apologies, apologize himself, or even wanting to be willing to go back. But I mean, I'm I don't know CM Punk personally, but knowing who he has been, he's been pretty consistent over the over his entire lifetime. And if he felt like he was wronged, I don't think he's ever going to want to go back there. I mean, he's made it abundantly clear, but money does talk. But also, you know, if he knows he would be booked properly, I can see that happening. But it, it's a lot of ifs. It, yeah. it, it's 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 unfortunate. But I, maybe CM Punk should stay retired. He got pretty fucked up. Yeah, but but also it's wrestling that style in AEW. You know, I think with wrestlers, I mean, he can evolve, but like there's certain styles that have a time and a place. Yeah. And sometimes you could still ha- you you can wear vintage clothing and yeah. you can you could be stylish. But sometimes you got to take a look back at yourself and be like, it's time to update the wardrobe, man. Facts. But I haven't updated my wardrobe since I was seven, so like you know, <laughs> I'm still wearing sh- just t-shirts and jeans that I can fit into. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that's changed is I'm a menace, so I wear my Air Forces with uh, tight laced and creased. Fucking facts, bro. <laughs> Are you wearing the Air Forces tonight? I, but yeah, I wore the Air Forces tonight. Um, I've been like resisting the urge. Like I keep saying, like I should have my gun with me. <laughs> Like, I should probably have my gun. Well, I mean, I'm sure you still got, like, fucking four guns in the car. Allegedly. 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 I keep tools in my car. Yeah, facts. <laughs> I saw that, the toolbox. Uh, yeah, you never know when you have to change a tire or, you know, like, change rob a li- plug. Change spark plug, rob a liquor store, you know, like. You never know. You know, run that shit. Fucking facts. Uh. What? You're riches. Better recognize. Have you worn out the button? No, I think I just have it on hold. Oh, okay. Because I had the applause there for heel face. Ah, okay, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah the other woman. Um, yeah, the other chick. What else do you want to talk about this week? I uh, mean, like, a lot's fucking happened over the past week, and a lot is going to continue happening. Like, I, I was excited that we got two actual pro wrestlers on heel face, and that's going to be a thing moving forward. We're going to try to get more wrestlers on. 
Uh, we were going to have a couple guests on tonight. Shout out to Agent J. Yes, but I realized that when we originally wanted to do this, he was already watching the Bengals game or made yeah. plans to watch the Bengals game. And we even took a break to watch the Bengals game. I mean, that was a fire fucking It game. was a fire game, I have to admit. And but, that, but, like, that was one of those games where it's like one mistake can end up fucking the whole game up for one person, and the Bengals made that one mistake. You no, know, number 58 made that one mistake <clears throat> for unnecessary yeah. roughness. But also, I mean, prior to that, they had the ball. With two minutes left in the fucking quarter, they could have they could have ran the clock down, but they couldn't get a first down. You know that O line was letting Joe Burrow get beat up all night. And you're telling me these are all starters? Yeah. And well, they well the main like there was like three guys I guess that's their main like O line that are all injured, and so all the guys that are there now are basically barely getting their reps, and they're all like the the uh, second string guys. And you could tell because they just weren't they were just letting guys through to fucking burrow all night he was getting hurried he got sacked like four or five times yeah like he was having a rough night in fucking kansas city uh, you know i think i was talking about it during the thing that if i was a comedian i'd open up kansas city whoa, whoa, yeah 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 welcome yeah you know, you guys talk about, you know, I've heard that Kansas City is good for two things, barbecue and pussy, and I've been here for a couple days, and it's been trash. <laughs> and then you can just get a bunch of fucking, like, people like, like this man? <laughs> oh, boo me all you want. I know what you're cheering for. If I was a, a, you know, go to San Antonio, do a show, hey, San Antonio, <laughs> woo, yeah. Listen, guys, like, uh, I'm, I'll, I'll give you the, I'll give you the actual vibes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey! Oh, hold on. <clears throat> Introducing Manny Marufo. <laughs> y- yeah. Okay. Okay. C- calm down, you animals. Calm down. Calm down. Hi, guys. Hey, uh, it's Manny. You know, you know me from this podcast I do with my friend. This is my second comedy show. You know, I don't know much about San Antonio, but the little I do know turned out to be correct. Uh, in the words of Charles Barkley. You got some big old women down here, and that is not a lie. And just like some girl, you, you, you get that reaction, right? But then you get like that one girl that goes like, Boo! Oh, yeah, you get the one guy that's loud here, fucking. Boo this man! Boo. Hey, you with the afro, give it a rest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like shouting shit off, just like, listen, I'm not lying here. All right, I I have selected and and. Yes, and I, I don't mind. I'll, 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 I'll fuck a big old girl, but you guys got to be honest with yourself. You guys raising big out here like them cattles. <laughs> I see. I don't. Don't. I see what you could cheer for. Don't you boo me. <laughs> Besides, you all know that you're like you know the only thing good about fucking San Antonio is uh, Jeremy Sohan. Oh my God, bro, that'd be that that would get you canceled. He's the second coming of Des- De- Dennis Rodman. Yeah. All right, my Lord and Savior. Yeah. Oh, well, I sent you that video. Yes, I know. And I watch it every day at work. Yeah? Yeah. It was, it's what gets me through the day. I'm like, what would Sohan do? <laughs> I think the Spurs? Oh, my God. They are trash right now. Yes, they are. They are 14 and 36. I made... Uh, I was watching 14th the... 14th in the West. Oof. I was watching uh, the, the Rumble at my buddy's house. Yeah. And his wife um, is very big into sports. Yeah. And, uh, well, basketball to be, uh, be specific. And I made her pop with the Sohan reference. And she said, shut up. <laughs> like, fuck you, Manny. Shut up. <laughs> well, also, she was betting against the Spurs uh, uh, on the Suns game. And so she won. Suns ended up winning that game? Yeah. Yeah. 
So she was happy, one, because the sons won, but two, she won some money out of it. <laughs> That's dope. Sons are barely above 500. They're 26 and 25. Oh, um, what else? Uh, I know I'm not trying to take over the show here, but... Okay. It's our show, Manny. I know, but I try to be polite. Somebody, people will go like, it's not just you, Manny. Stop talking all the time. We want to hear Stu's voice. We Who wanna... said that? Me, in my oh, head. Yeah. Well, we... I don't know. We... Our 12 listeners love us. I hope they do. It, I mean... It, it, it is, I, I sometimes view it as, like, I think they're here for you. Like, like oh, yeah, we love we love this person, but their boyfriend is, like, you know, intolerable. <laughs> so we tolerate him, but we don't like hanging out with him. He's oh, like, no, they tolerate me. They hear me enough on, on heel face screaming about how I don't need anyone's follows and shit. Well, I'm just trying to be honest on this episode, how I'm feeling. Yeah. Wheeling jet... Flying, limo riding, kiss stealing. Woo! Yeah, we both saw that fucking Ric Flair documentary. And my other buddy's wife hates Ric Flair, so I'm thinking about buying a bunch of Ric Flair gear and wearing gear and wearing it all the time. Yeah. I saw a shirt though that did make me pop. Hilarious if you saved up the money and bought her a flare robe. Oh, I do it. (laughs) Or show up in the house in a flare robe. (laughs) Dude, you know Ryan would see that and be like, "Dude, that's fire." I, I I I. you know what? I had to. Uh, I talked to you earlier today about was I out of pocket? Yeah. Because I made a Chris Benoit joke. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to say the joke, not because I'm afraid of it, but because you know what was it really bad taste? And while it could be funny, and Ryan did laugh yeah. allegedly. I'm not going to put that smoke on you, but yeah, you did. Allegedly. You allegedly laughed, you motherfucker. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I had to confirm with Stu if I was out of pocket, and he did. He did confirm. Well, I all I said was I have the same thought process as Paul Heyman does when it comes to Chris Benoit, because I shared one of his clips on my Instagram stories a couple days ago, and like I had watched that show before. It was like a one-man show when he was doing his Heyman hustle thing, and he was talking about Chris Benoit. Well, he mentioned Chris Benoit's name, and somebody in the crowd said, "Yeah, my oh my boy," and Paul literally stopped and was like. Did you just say your boy? And the guy was confirming. And so Paul Heyman started to talk about the wrestler Chris Benoit was almost a perfect professional wrestler. And he was saying he was going to put the ECW title on him. Had they done their pay-per-view in 96, he said it would have been Taz Sabu, uh, fucking Tommy Tommy Dreamer versus Raven, and Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Benoit for the ECW championship. And I remember when I first heard that, I was like, fucking fire. But of course, you know, at the time he wasn't able to get that pay-per-view off because of the whole fucking crucifying Sandman thing. And they got pretty much uh, canceled by the pay-per-view networks. But he was saying that, like, he was making his point that Chris Benoit is one of the best wrestlers of all time. But on the other side of that, in that house that night, three people died. Only one of them had a choice. So if that's your boy, fuck you. And I agree. Right, and I was out of pocket, and uh, you know, I, I will, I won't apologize for the joke I made. I, I'll, I'll be like, I'm sorry you felt that way. Yeah, uh, I said what I said, and that's the end of it. And we can remain friends after this. We of just, course. you know, I mean, and, and to the to my buddy's wife, uh, your name will not be shouted out uh, due to protection laws. Of uh, course, but uh, again, and I, I would like her on a guest here or them as a guest. Um, I mean, we have the ability for that. Right, but you know. Although, I have a gripe to pick with Amazon. Yeah, let's change the subject. Yeah. I have a gripe to pick with them because I ordered a two-pack of fucking XLR cables so we could have five mics at this table. And one of them works, but the 
other one was bent, like like the inside of the. You do know you can return it, right? Yeah, I did return it. I'm waiting for them to send send another one back to me, but I'm just like. Since the company that thrives on just getting things out, and it doesn't matter that your order wasn't fucking delivered correctly, it was delivered. I know they're like, well, you got it, so you should be fucking happy. Like, yo, fuck you guys. You're about to be bad as the fucking local FCC. No, because the local FCC doesn't have a soul. Fucking fashion. And Amazon is a. <laughs> fucking clowns. Amazon's a corporation. It has more rights. <laughs> Sad but true. Uh, if I get canceled, I'll go down swinging. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to get canceled for that. And, and uh, We're trying. We're trying. You don't have to apologize for the joke. It's just like, you you know me, Manny. I don't care if you make jokes around me. I told you how I felt about Chris Benoit. I don't get offended at that. But if she got offended at that, obviously that offended her. And I can understand if she reacted accordingly. Right. It's just like, I'm not going to be offended by it. However, I can see where others would and shame on you. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how it feels, folks. I was wrong. I can admit I was wrong. I am a man. A man should be able to admit when he's wrong. Facts. I mean, that joke. Swing and a miss. Just because I'm brown doesn't mean I have that, you know, Latin, I'm never wrong. Yeah. Also, as a surprise thing, I found out two things. One, my mom's slightly a baseball head. For real? Yeah, because like I get I get mad all the time. I see fucking like FanDuel sports bet on TV channels. Yeah, you know because one and like Jamie Fox and Kevin Hart. I believe you're great actors, but fuck you. Gambling should sports betting should be seedy. All right, I'm from the old school. It shouldn't <sighs> be something you talk about. You have to go to these seedy OT off track betting like places and place your bet, or you got to go down to a guy, you know, a bookie, and place your bet. Yeah, and like that's how it should be. Well, but now it it's become now it's become like suburbia where it's just like oh I, I can just access it on my phone. I'm having a fan duel right now at my kid's soccer game. Yeah. Oh, this is great, honey. Want to have fun? We can bet. Like it just feels so like washed down and watered. It, it feels like we're collapsing as a society. Um, yes and no, but like I think what annoys me the most is whenever I see a fan duel ad when I'm watching baseball. Because it just, it pisses me off well, to no well, end. Well, I'll get to that because I know. Because I even said, like, yeah, you see it at all the, you know, you soccer, it's not like baseball. I mean, I, I said, no, what I said was, let me reiterate. Yeah, you see it at football, soccer, hell, even baseball. And my mom pops out of the kitchen, like, because I'm just talking to my dad about this and she's cooking breakfast for us. Uh, and she pops out of the kitchen going like, yeah, they won't let Pete Rose into the Hall of Fame. And it's just like, what? You watch baseball? Okay. All right. Yeah, Charlie Hustle was fire in the y- 80s. Yeah, bro. she called him Mr. Baseball. And uh I don't know about Mr. Baseball. That that's Bob Euchre. Well, I think she, you know, she was a younger girl at the time. Maybe that to her that was Mr. Baseball I to mean, her. You know Bob Euchre. Just a bit outside. Well, and you know, she was also upset at that too. So like, oh, my mom's a bit of a baseball head. But two, I finally got the answer for a long time about why my last name ends in a vowel, but we don't make a lot of Mexican dishes. What was that? My grandfather on my mom's side is technically Basque. Well, not technically. He's Basque. He's, he's he's half Basque. And if anybody who knows the culture of Basque people, they are a little tiny place between uh, Spain and uh, France that does not agree that they are part of Spain. Huh. They These are people who fought off the Moors that were invading and used rocks because they ran out of weapons and shit. <laughs> they have never been conquered as a people. Yeah. Um. The Basque is actually the main character, uh, the, is the guy who built that bomb in the Escobar series, you know, because they're, they're known for a little, it's a little, it, the struggle is real, especially with, it's like yeah. the IRA in Ireland, in, in, you know, like, 
it, it uh, you know, they, they do not want to be considered part of Britain. Right. But, you know, they'll fight back and they wanted their own independence. They have their own language, you know. And so my grandfather being Basque and I never met the gentleman because he was dead before I was born. Um, he had that Spaniard kind of side in him, like Basque, but still have like that Spaniard kind of culture. Yeah. They didn't like Mexican food. Huh. And so like growing up and considering that my aunt is like native uh, like native Mexican where it's just like the actual like somewhat taino where it's like native and Mexicans together that's where you get Mexican uh, the Spaniards that uh, in, uh, hooked up with the uh, native people yeah. that's where you, you get Mexicans um, you know she it was kind of a, like a bit of a culture shock for her too because like she's not making all these dishes because her husband doesn't want to eat these dishes he wants more as my mother says, white people style food. Yeah. And so growing up, my mom can make fire Mexican food, but she doesn't. She makes more white people food. So like my friends would joke around. I was like, yeah, don't you have tortillas and beans all the time? It's like, no, man. Like my mom made like spaghetti and like chicken saute sack and shit like that. Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, meatloaf and shit like from the 50s. But I, I never really put the two and two together until like um, my mom actually kind of just laid it out for me. I was like, yeah, your, your grandfather doesn't didn't like that shit. Hmm. He also didn't like us having an accent. Because uh, he didn't have an accent. And he said, there's more opportunities for you if you don't have an accent. Mm. Uh, but this is a back in the day, folks. Yeah. So it, there's a, a story. like now, especially here in Tucson, like like you can you have more opportunities if you could speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. If you can speak Spanish, but it was the accent thing that yeah, really yeah, irked yeah, him. Because yeah. my aunt was speaking Spanish one day and came back to speaking English, and which was fine. What was not fine was having an accent. So instead of chair, she said share. Uh, and my grandfather threatened to beat the fuck out of her. Uh, you know, back in the days where you could beat someone to death and it's like, it's okay, it's my daughter. Um, th- that's, <laughs> that's another joke I'll probably end up having to be like out of pocket for. Wasn't a, there, I can't remember if it was, uh, I think it was Pablo Sandoval was the comedian that made that joke where, or I, don't know, I can't remember if it was him or, it was it was a Latino comedian. I can't remember off the top of my head who it was, but he used to make fun of his grandpa because he had that that heavy Mexican Spanish accent. accent. Yeah, you know, and so he's like, "Why is it always share and she's, but a knife is sharp?" <laughs> yes, and that irritated my grandfather to no end. Yeah, and that explains a lot of things because I keep forgetting that my mom is very light skinned. Like she looks white and she sounds very white over the phone. She makes Mormons look black. Uh, <laughs> And uh, <laughs> it throws off some of my friends because, uh, yeah. uh, funny enough, I always gave my mom a Mexican accent because I, I didn't believe they wouldn't believe it if I gave her a white accent. Yeah. Uh, which jokes on them when they all found out I speak. They she speaks like you know m- like more white than my Mormon friend. Um, however, my mom when my dad was not when my dad was married to her. She's they're still married. I don't know how, but they're still married. Um, uh, <laughs> That's that throwback love. That's that throwback violent love where I don't know how to live without you, but God, I will kill you in your fucking sleep. I will unplug that CPAP machine and fill it with like fucking mustard gas or some shit. Uh, All of our listeners above the age of 40 years old just went, yeah. (laughs) I get that. Well, my mom would get asked if it was a green card marriage because my dad is border town brown, man. He's he's fucking dark skinned. Yeah. You know, he's you can't hide that shit. Border town brown. That's great. (laughs) Well, he's from Douglas. Um, Uh, But like, uh, what else was it? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was funny because she'd be asked all the time, like, "Hey, is this a uh, like a, a green card marriage? You know, like, how is it? Like, is there any language interruption with your husband?" And then, like, they forget my dad also does not have an accent. 
Are we getting close long in the tooth? Are we being WWE? No, no, I was just checking the time. So, like, my dad doesn't have an accent, and he goes by the first name of Rudy. So, like, on the phone, he sounds like some white guy from, like, Indiana or some shit. Uh, but you see him, he's like, Rudy? Yeah, here. And you'll see it sometimes when he calls in parts for cart stores. And it's like, uh, look at, uh, yeah, I need to pick up for Rudy. Rudy? Yeah. Rudy. And, like, they look at him. Yeah. Like, Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> but he can switch back into Spanish perfectly, no accent. I mean, he lets it slip, like, more and more as he gets older. He's, he's getting, like, fuck it. But, like, that was his thing. Like, like his kids will not have an accent. And that's why I speak like a white guy on the phone. Like, yeah. like, hello, welcome to Verizon Wireless. I'm Manny. How can I help you? You know, like, what's so funny is is the first time that we did a podcast, and uh, I remember like a few a few of the people that I know that listened to this, we were talking that didn't know who you were, and like they were just like, oh, so you, so what happened to Zeus? And I was like, oh, heel face taking a break. because at the time it was like heel face taking a break right now. I was like, we need to recharge those batteries, you know. And then uh, they were like, oh, who's Manny? Is he a white guy? And I was like. Yeah, Manuel Marufo is not a white guy. <laughs> oh, my God. At work, right? I'm going to tell you a work story because this is funny, and this has been why I only date white girls. I can't date Latinas. Um, Latinas are my fucking kryptonite, bro. Well, here's my thing. I was at work. We were at lunch, and we were chilling with some other people, and we're, I'm talking, and these two girls were sitting there, and I'm friendly with them. Like, yeah. you know, like we know each other, but, like, I'm just going to refer to them as the two girls because I, I don't have permission to say their name. Um, so they were sitting there talking to each other. And just to keep running this joke, they'll be and. So I was talking to them, you know, like I'd never talk. I, I'm friendly with one more than the other because right. uh, she, she switched shifts. But um, Oh, so you're more friendly with. Yeah. Okay. So like they're talking to each other and I'm talking to them and the, uh, and uh had said that uh i started asking hey do you speak spanish and i'm like no not at all like i can speak a little like like roughly and i can understand what's going on like i'll watch shows in spanish because it's cool and whatnot yeah but like y- y- you know uh i don't speak spanish at all my parents use it as a secret language they didn't want their kids having accents and my parents now say that it was because i was lazy but i know the <laughs> truth um <laughs> you're like i've emotional damage (laughs) and so i show them my license which has my full name and they look at it and it's brown as fuck there's like no way around it (laughs) you know it's that hardcore with like everything ends in a vowel almost the only thing i'm missing is like Manuel de Brazil de Jesus de Cristo de Mon de Santa Re like 30 names yeah i gotta but like i found out like like the girly apparently like i know her first middle and last but apparently she has like two or three extra names as well like the actual her whole full full name is like five or six different names yes but and also i I, like i just popped and now i know why i like white women (laughs) because it's that weird spaniard influence from my on my on my my mom's side yeah and then my dad's side I also realized they are like light-skinned women because I look at all of my family's wives slash ex-wives, girlfriends. Hell, even my grandfather compared to my grandmother is darker than my grandmother. And I'm just looking at this shit like, now I understand it. It's not because I have some weird preference. It's a weird genetic makeup. 
Well, I, I mean, Kanye West said it in Gold Digger. When he get on, he leave your ass for a white girl. No, no, my grandfather stayed married to my grandmother until he died and then some. There was no divorce. Yeah. My grandmother would not speak his first name. He was always Mr. Marufo. I don't care. <laughs> That's that old school respect. <laughs> She would not refer to. She would either say your Thata or Mr. Marufo. Damn. So he was. He was like slightly off the <laughs> list. Yeah. Like like he, he like not like it was a respect thing. Like yeah yeah. Like like put some respect on his name. Like you know like my husband or like you know your grandfather, your Thata or Mr. That's Marufo. So, it's so wild that like when you're around your grandparents and you start to see like the old school fucking like the stuff old, that they would do. That, like, it was just who they are from, like, for instance, like, my grandma, like, the story I've told many a times, and I'm sure I've told you that story, like, when I spent the day with my grandpa, like, I was, like, 12 at the time, and, like, we, he took me on base, fucking got me an iPod, and then was telling me I had to pull weeds for it, and, you know, work for it when I got back to the house. Yeah. But then we drove up to L.A. and fucking went to the, went to the Trojan Coliseum and got to walk around there, and, like, my grandpa has connections fucking everywhere, because... He is literally the most interesting man in the world. But, but like, <clears throat> dope day with my grandpa. Like, fire day. Like, that was the first time up to that point in my life that I actually saw him, like, relaxed. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, when a man can just sit there and breathe and be good. Yeah, his wife's not there. He has some worries in the world. He can spend his money at ease. He's like... <sighs> Facts. So, like, we woke up that... Or he woke me up around 5 a.m. that day. was like, hey, SJ, let's go get some breakfast. And I'm like, all right, fire. We go and we go get breakfast. I watched him throw a guy through a table. <laughs> like, <laughs> go have breakfast, go onto the base, from the base, go to LA. And like, we were out from literally like 5 a.m. and then got home probably about like 3 or 4. All right, you got duty at 5 a.m., kid, well, so wake up. <laughs> right as we, in fact, so like, right as we pulled into the garage, I saw the Marine kick in. So like, he, he was relaxed the whole day, like listening to fucking classics, your Marvin Gaye's, your Bill Withers, all that shit in his Cadillac, like fucking fire ass day. As soon as we pulled into the garage and he turned the ignition off, he turns and he looks at me, stern ass voice. When you get into the house, SJ, don't address anybody. Just walk past them, go to the backyard, start pulling your weeds. There'll be gloves for you out there and a hoe for you to actually pull them out of the ground. And I said, okay. Didn't even question it. I was like, fire. I come walking in and like he had like in his house like they still currently live and when you walk in through the through the garage door it goes directly into the kitchen and then you know the kitchen's kind of like this open area and there's like a yeah the old school setup where right, you actually could like live a in your house counter, and then you go around that and then there's the living room and then they had uh this like little kind of den den room that was like the game room and shit and then that had the door to go outside so I come walking into the kitchen I walk past that that little island in the kitchen and I go to open the door and my grandma, my five in the afternoon, my grandma is still in her house robe, still has curlers in her hair and she looks pissed. Like I've never, like, you know, when you see a look that you've never seen, yeah, but you're not they just have that look like I'm going to murder everybody in this fucking room. Yeah. My, that was the first time I saw my grandma have that. And I like my brain wanted to stop and go like, Hey, what's up? Are you good? But I was like, I had strict orders from the general fucking go straight to the backyard. But as soon as I touched that door and slid it open to walk out, uh, where the fuck are you going? Uh, <laughs> and like it stopped. And then grandpa stern voice. I told SJ to go pull some, go, go to the backyard and pull some weeds. She turns, looks at him and goes, what did you buy him? And I'm like, Oh, so this is a thing. 
<laughs> so you ran outside real quick. Facts. So I'm like, I'm just like, uh, Grandpa said he just elbows me in the side of the head. Shut up, SJ. I took the boy out for breakfast this morning, and I'm like, we went on base. Shut up. I took the boy on base, and then you know I wanted to go show him the USC Trojans. You didn't bother to call anybody. You guys just leave the house at five in the morning, and I don't hear from you all day. Now you're just coming back, and you're acting like everything's cool. And I'm just like. Why is she still in her house robe and shit? Then I come to find out the only person she ever gets ready for is my grandpa. Mm, so uh, yeah, I get is, that. I so get that. if he is not there, she has no reason to get dressed up or fucking get out of her out of her comfort clothes. She'll still get up, clean, make breakfast for everybody and all that. But if granddad's not there, she doesn't feel like she needs to get done up. Yeah. And I was like, huh. So yeah, it's always weird. Like when you're around your grandparents, you start to find little shit like that. Well, like another, I, I guess we can call this one home movies edition. Yeah. Um, my grandmother was my grandfather's biggest fan. Yeah. Um, so like the house they owned and lived in mm. was built for with the war money that he made while deployed uh, in World War Two. Uh, nice. She is very proud to say that the, the house they built it with his his money because they saved up, you know, everything, you know. And they, these are depression era people, so they they like they saved, and like she was so proud of him. Let like as like he had he had a medal for like um uh for for service. Uh, I I can't remember the medal, so I'm not going to describe it himself. But it was right. for helping save people when a uh, um, a uh, ammo dump exploded. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, very proud of him. Starting to show off all his, uh, his awards, his accolades, things like that. As his write-up in the newspaper. And uh, uh, I got another story about that. But, the, uh, but she pulled out this bottle. And it was from Clorox. And it was a small bottle. Hmm. It was a bottle of, like, bleach disinfectant for ladies to put on themselves before they have sex with their husbands that the pl- that came back from overseas because they may have picked up something or if they had any other ways with local women they might have something this is back in the 40s mind you right. and she held that bottle proudly yeah. that she was showing this shit off like you know like and this is this is something that they gave me you know like she was his number one fan they, you know That's like dope. Th- like, like and uh, my grandfather my grandfather was more of a menace than I'd like to uh, think because like that man would smoke he would drink he got in a bar fight, and that was the last time he got into a bar fight. He's like, I'm too old for this shit. Uh, and, like, he, he would just set his limit. Like, he would be like, fuck it, I'm done. Yeah. But, like, this man would smoke, like, two cartons a day. My dad hated it because as the youngest child, he'd sit right next to him and in a corner in a house built from the 50s. Like, he's just smoking cigarettes constantly at dinner, breakfast, lunch. Like, that was the thing. But when my dad enlisted, my dad got some accolades and got written up in the local paper. Mm-hmm. According to my dad, he went to... Uh, somebody in town with the newspaper and he put it in his face because his son like draft dodged in Vietnam mm. and he was just roasting this motherfucker it's like look what my son did <laughs> 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 you son of a bitch in front of the family. <laughs> my grandfather was the type of person that if my dad was really into like street racing or something like that like wanted to like somebody said he was the fastest in town my grandfather would have paid to get a better engine just to say fuck him he had that energy, and I think that's where I get it from. Because uh, that, and and Shout I think out to the original menace, yo. 
um, Mr. Marufo. <laughs> I, I, and also, I, I think that's honestly like one of our family's main traits. Like the Marufo line, my mom likes to say, I don't know what it actually means in Spanish. I don't think it has a meaning in Spanish. But if it did, it means stubborn and like, you know, quick to anger and like, you know, fuck you, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Like you cannot make us do what you don't, we don't want to do. And I, I got to watch that growing up because, you know, I've seen the fights. <laughs> <laughs> But that's yeah. the type of person. Like, if I look back, it's like, we all do shit because fuck you, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, isn't that the old phrase? Uh, better to ask for forgiveness than permission. You know what? It took a long time for my dad to check in with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> he finally got broken in, but damn, it was a long fight. He still isn't fully broken in. Um, just sh- shout out. Like, I think Marufo just should be translated as menace from now on because, like, you know, we just do what we want and, like, I, I, st- I still think that's like one of my favorite stories is that you know my grandfather still used to get his bar fights as a young as an older man um, <laughs> and uh, yeah these are the stories that like you know they start getting leaked out when your grandparents get older and older and they just don't give a fuck Facts. like my grandmother slept with a pistol by her side and like I didn't realize that until like we actually cleared out her room I mean they were toy pistols but they'll still hurt these were the old school BB guns that were yeah, like yeah, real yeah. guns that actually hurt you Facts. <laughs> Shout out uh, to the grandparents, yeah. You know, like I, I think getting older, I think I realize now that, like, you know, they were cool. I wish, I wish my dad just didn't have me when he was like thirty-five. Yeah. Uh, of course, his wife is like ten years younger than him, but like, <laughs> you know, I wish, I wish I could meet them more. Um, but my my dad's side of the family refers to all of their people as my dad, not dad or anything. It's my dad. Uh, like, I, I hear that too, like with Katya's family, like. When I hear her and Eddie talking to each other and they talk about their mom, like I always hear Eddie saying like my mom or I hear her say my mom, not our mom. Yeah. It, yeah. No, no, no. Like it, it, you don't share. Yeah. I don't share anything with you. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I'm sorry I took over the show, guys, but oh, I just dude, I just had that. Don't home... apologize, man. This is Cigars and Bars. It's us. I had that just home movie thing and just like, you know, the vibe of it. It's like, you know what? I, I don't get to t- I don't talk about my family a lot. Yeah. And, you know, it's cool because like. It's just one of those things is like we're weird curmudgeons that will like band together just because you fucked us, made us mad. <laughs> like on a whole, we love but hate each other. But just give us a reason. We'll come together and come come swinging. And so like it sounds like me and my sister. But like the menace thing, I just realized, I think, comes from my grandfather because, you know, he wasn't a menace, but he was just a proud man. He would he would do what he wanted. Um, I'll have some more stories for you after the podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. I'd, lo- I'd love to get some of those stories out on a podcast, but I'll tell them to you first because I think we're out of time already. Yeah, we'll be going over a little bit over an hour, but this has been a fire show. Yo, shout out to the families, yo. Yeah, thank, th- thank you for the fucked up childhoods and the traumas that let us <laughs> that let us be these funny people you know today. I know, right? Isn't, isn't it uh, comedy always comes from pain or some shit? I mean, I come from pain, but that's a different thing. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> well, man, where the fucking people follow you, man? <laughs> Hopefully not to the bedroom because my dick game is trash, but if you want to see the I, red... All right, all right, all right. You know what? One of these days, we're going to have her on this show, and I'm going to be like, yo, is Manny's dick game trash? And then she's going to be like either yay or nay, but so far, just because you're only saying it, it's only allegedly. I'll gladly admit it on a polygraph machine. What are you talking about? I'll be in court. It's like, state your name for the records. Uh, my name is blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and uh, what you're about to state is true. Swear to God. You know, like, yeah, my dick name is trash. 
Oh, whatever. Where can people follow you, man? They can follow my misadventures at guy underscore in underscore glasses <laughs> at, uh, at Instagram. <laughs> I'm going to be posting shit on there now like dick game trash. <laughs> Pe- be a bunch of dick game trash memes. Uh, to use a phrase from one of my friends, pee pee small. Pee pee small, but big dreams. <laughs> <laughs> and our third mic's not here, but that's Kyle. Uh, you can follow him at grinding on a budget. Each one of those words with a fucking underscore in between them, which he still needs to fix, and that's going to continue being a joke on the show until he fixes it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep looking at him like a disappointed parent. Like, did you fix it yet? <laughs> I'm not so, mad. I'm just disappointed. G R I N D I N underscore on underscore a underscore budget. And if you want to follow your boy, I'm at Babyface Stew on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you need these jokes, you chuckle fucks. But uh, also follow our show account at CBWMNS on Instagram. Those DMs are open if you have questions. But again, we still get scammy ass bitches wanting to be like, yeah, I'm going to click on this link. No. Because at the end of the day, I don't need your titty pictures, your ditty pictures, your fur daggers, or your sick invite messages. You can go ahead and not send those to me at MCStizza26 on Snapchat. If you want to get murdered, go ahead and send that to Zeus because, you know, if... If he opens that, he could possibly get murdered. But, like, you know, if he does, he'll most likely get left on red and screenshotted because he needs receipts. He needs documents. He needs to be able to uh, keep his ledger current. Facts. But this has been episode 43 of Cigars and Bars. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Hug your grandparents. Tell them you love them. Help them you tell stories. Facts. I got to pee again. God, I hate being middle aged. <laughs> Didn't make it. Make it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just piss on my floor? <laughs> Did the bangles bungle? <laughs> <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. It's my home's house, bitch. <laughs> Bro, had my ass. <laughs>